all of the UC campuses now. The street corners have been taken up. They've put uh, uh, surveillance and, and other technology packages into the ground. They dug down five feet, and then they cemented it in so that it can't be removed. And it's hooked up to the street lights, to the smart meters, to cell phones. It's all integrated now. That's what Katehi's technology is about. It's about integrating all of that. So you get a huge array of antennas that are all integrated, and you control everything. Hmm. So the HARP model has been regionalized or localized. It's been localized. It's been um, made more granular. Mm -hmm. It's more, it's more uh, powerful, but it's more miniaturized. Mm -hmm. It's uh, gotten smaller and smaller and more efficient and had a bigger and bigger impact. Okay. So it's a creeping, um, it's a creeping um, mechanism for controlling humanity. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been teaching here at UC Davis for 20 years now, and beginning about eight years ago, perhaps even 10 years ago, I began to see a 180-degree shift in intelligence level, intellect, mm -hmm. analytical ability, mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, expressive ability, intellectual yes. ability, of course, I mentioned. Yes. And in, in attending that, I also saw a gradual acceleration of hostility and yes. anger. Yes, yes. And much of this has been directed towards myself yes. and towards other faculty that's, people. That's right. And I'm reading that this is, has been taking, taking place coast to coast, north to south at different universities. So where do the students, undergraduates, I'm at the university, mm -hmm. where do they fit into this picture? Are they being used as a shock troop through this transformation? Oh, absolutely. It's even Please worse elaborate. than that. Yeah. But let me tell you what it's like in the 60s. In okay. the 60s, when I was a student at UC Davis, I used to go home to Santa Barbara for holidays and summers. Mm -hmm. And I noticed, or just uh, Easter break or something, and I noticed that when I was driving back on Highway 5, I'd start getting really depressed about coming back to Davis. Hmm. Something, this horrible depression and overwhelming fear and, and um, un uneasiness came over me, and I just never could understand it. But um, it would always start about 150 miles from here. And so very recently, I was reading about um, harp facilities in California. Well, there's a harp facility in Visalia, mm -hmm. and it's to transmit Voice America to countries around the world. And there's always also a naval air base in Visalia, a mm -hmm. U.S. Navy air base. So that transmission was coming out of that harp facility in Visalia. I see. And that was a long time ago. That was in the 60s. But recently, a woman in Texas, I was telling her about that. She said, my friend has a son who's at Davis now, and he's complaining about the same thing. Hmm. And there's also a very, very large antenna on the south side of the freeway um, on your way from Davis into Sacramento. There's a huge antenna out in the middle of a field that's also a Navy antenna. Uh -huh. And that's integrated with the HARP technology and with antennas up in Oregon. Mm. So they've been doing this since the 50s. My gosh. So these and are like carrier waves that are affecting these are, behavior. Yes. These are ELF 
extra-long frequency or ultra-long frequency carrier waves, and they put the applications on that carrier wave. So right now, they're transmitting suicide um, um, frequencies that make people cause, uh, create, uh, commit suicide. And this is all over the Davis campus. Mm. It's all over California. There's signs and billboards all over San Francisco, right on the main Market Street. There are huge 10-foot-high um, uh, displays along the sidewalk right next to the curb. And there are posters with hotlines, for suicide hotlines. If you feel like committing suicide, call the hotline. And they have it on the other side also, so the pedestrians walking down the sidewalk can see it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they, uh, my Native American friends have said, uh, the young people are committing suicide five, four, and five a night on the reservations. Mm-hmm. And the reservations have... The Indian reservations in the United States, they have the mineral rights to them. They were put on the poorest land, but they have 85% of the energy sources. The uranium, the coal, uh, whatever that creates energy. Um, the oil and gas. And they had the misfortune of, um, of, uh, being given that great wealth. And they've said to me many times, why can't we just give them the mineral rights and have them leave us alone? I said, they don't work that way. Mm 